Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, this is Suzanne Toro, and I want to thank you for joining us today. It has been an action-packed week with the sun and uh, with the full moon, and we have all these planets uh, flying around in the sky. It's just so beautiful that we're able to see all these majestic things that are happening around us. And simultaneously, uh, the human race is under a lot of uh, emotional anxiety. So if you've been feeling any anxiety, tonight's show is dedicated to that. I would venture to guess, but I can't speak for the global population, that most human species on planet Earth have felt anxiety at one time or another. So I'm just um, sharing some ways to access why we're feeling anxiety and why we might be prompted or excited at the opportunity to release anxiety and no longer partake in it, even if we don't get the immediate relief. So I'll give you an example. Say you have anxiety built around money or scarcity, or right now you don't have anything coming in and you're worried about making your bills and so on and so forth. That can cause a lot of anxiety because that's we are in a society and a system right now that's based on a monetary system that holds us a little bit hostage in that way in our mind, the construct of our mind. But if you move beyond that one example, because I know a couple of individuals that have done it, um, they've actually lived off the land. They actually, for several years of their lives, lived off the land, ate vegetation, and that was completely free. So if you can take your mind there, if one of your root anxiety is not having money to do things or to be places that if push comes to shove, every single being on this planet can actually live for free. They can go and find a place in the desert and just be and create a home or shelter if needed. If you've gone across all these roads, there's plenty of open country all around the world and it's available to each and every one of us. That is our birthright. We live on a free will planet, and we are citizens of this planet and are allowed to eat and drink freely and roam freely. So if that is your anxiety, which is a big one, um, just to start thinking about these things a little bit differently. What's worst-case scenario, and can you make it through it? So we're going to talk a little bit about the different things that we might be anxious about. And the reason this is so important, because if you can master your anxiety and you can check in right now uh, how many of you are actually prescribing to medications that keep you from feeling depressed or anxious and are operating through a construct of a world somewhat numbed, now, in some cases, this is definitely necessary. I'm not totally debunking pharmacology. However, I'm not a big believer in it. <laughs> I'll be honest about that. But I'm I'm also respectful that we all need to make a choice that's right for us. So if you're currently on prescription medication uh, for something like um, anxiety or depression, uh, it's really important during that time because what happens is we um, – actually 
lose that capability of relating to life purely and openly. So what you're going to want to do is think about, well, what can I do in this moment? How am I going to, one, be on this pharmacology and start to relate to reality again? How am I going to touch reality? So a basic way to do that is to make sure that you have some mechanisms in your life that will give you tools to make sure that you're still relating to life. Before we dive into all this, these are all these wonderful things we're going to talk about tonight, is um, we are going to, like I said, identify what's the cause of your anxiety, how we can be mindful with our energy, give you some tools and solutions to manage your anxiety on a day-to-day basis, and then ultimately you can choose. Are you going to choose freedom from the anxiousness, or are you going to allow yourself to be suffocated by the anxiety and ultimately pollute our collective network with energy that does not serve the whole. And so that's where we're going to go tonight. And I hope that you can sit back and enjoy and embrace uh, this wisdom. Uh, it's, It's powerful when you can master self. So before we do that, what I would like to do is connect everyone just to their center right now, just to connect with Uh, who they are and what they're doing and where they would like to be in this moment. So I would like to think that many of us would like to be in a place of peace, a place of joy, freedom. We talked about freedom and love last week. So I will let us dive into that by diving into a piece of music This is by a group called Here to Hear, and the song is called Holy. And the reason I've chosen the song is because it's to remind you of your divinity. When we get anxious and we get fearful and we're scrambling to make things happen, especially in a world that is manipulating us, for lack of better terms, uh, we forget that we are holy, that we are this great spirit here on earth, and each and every one of you has this magnificent vibration to offer. We have a certain alignment with the cosmos, and we were designed to be in communion with each other in a very special way, and it's this beautiful tapestry. So sit back, just close your eyes, and connect to this song wholly, and remember your divinity.
We are holy, remembering our divine perfection. Oh, I love if we can all be in that place of remembrance of who we are. And this is the time of remembrance, which is such a beautiful opportunity for all of us in this density on planet Earth. So we're going to dive into the rest of the show. If you have any questions that you want to ask later on in the episode, please feel free to call in 646-200-0069 if you're listening live. Press number one, and then I'll see you in the queue, and then I'll know that you would like to ask a question, or you can go to the chat board and uh, enter a question there. Or alternatively, if you want to uh, chat privately, you can email me at s at SuzanneToro.com. Again, that's S at SuzanneToro.com. Send me your questions. I'll correspond after the show. So anxiety. Uh, the reason I bring up this topic, it's really difficult to say that you love yourself if you're suffering from a lot of anxiety. We've all had it. I've had it. And it doesn't mean that you don't overall love yourself. But in that moment, you're definitely not loving yourself because you're inflicting some serious um, hurdles against your physiological body, your mental body, your spiritual body, your astral body. Every aspect of your being is impacted by anxiety and all the people around you are impacted by your anxiety. So let's think about it for a moment. Just sit still. You can close your eyes if you like as I'm sharing this with you so you can imagine yourself Imagine yourself the last time that you were feeling anxious and nervous. Just connect to that energy field and remember how it felt. When I go there, I can remember it. Actually, I don't even want to connect to it. So if you don't want to completely connect to anxiety, you don't have to. But just remember it in the mind's eye. I can remember times of being very anxious and it doesn't feel good. Maybe your heart's beating really fast. You have a knot in your stomach. Your breath is tight in the chest. And if that's the case, uh, you have experienced this anxiety. So if you are ready to release anxiety, I want you to think of it this way. When you have that feeling in the pit of your stomach, in your solar plexus, and you're feeling really anxious about something, not relaxed, you can't even catch your breath, and you don't even think that you're mentally capable of making it through the day, that energy field is very toxic toxic to your entire system, as I mentioned, also to the universe and to world environment. So that's why I'm such an advocate for our inner work. If we're not able to hold our own vibration and we go in and out of fields that cause us anxiousness, um, that is possible for all of us in every moment. And I'm not saying that I don't experience that. You know, I definitely have experienced that probably this week, some sense of feeling that ugh in my stomach. And actually today, not anxiety, but definitely some solar plexus uh, pushing me through some energies, which we can talk about a little bit later. So when we feel that energy, we are need to remember that in that moment, we have the opportunity to be very mindful of self. So the quick tools that I'm going to give you before we go into how to identify why you're feeling anxious other than the obvious surface reasons and how to get to the root and then address the fear. When we get to our center core and we connect with that, we are going to understand that 
And this uh, energy is actually impeding our flow in our everyday life and the flow for others. So if you have children and you're having anxiety, you're impacting them because they're feeling it. And it's, you know, any kind of emotion that's holding you back. So what do we do? Where are we going to go with it? So first of all, you want to acknowledge if you do suffer and battle this, um, it's okay. You're not a bad person. But it's the opportunity to grow and master it. It might be your life work to master anxiousness. The simple thing that you can do when you're feeling it is to breathe big breaths. Okay, and we're going to get to the fear, but just to take a huge breath when all of a sudden you're like in a panic, that's anxiety. Okay, let's just define it. When you're all of a sudden uncontrollably in a panic, feeling agitated or restless and moving inadvertently with with a unexplainable fear or emotion going through your entire body, that's anxiety. If you have a deep fear or sudden very upfront fear of something like spiders or uh, birds is something that I had a, a fear of earlier on in my life, uh, that can cause anxiety and put you in a place of in a, immobility. And that's why people go on pharmacology in our Western world today is because they get immobilized. They can't they can't tend to their family. They can't tend to their work. So they go on this pharmacology to hold them in a space of numbness so they can move through it. However, I would dispute or debate with any medical doctor that that may be a disservice. Now, if they're in harm's way, then definitely pharmacology would be called in. However, if they're not in harm's way, all we're doing is pacifying and delaying the situation so they don't really get to do their inner work because you're not going to be really able to release the stuff if you're on medicines that are keeping you from truly addressing and moving through the emotion. So how are we going to do that? Well, tonight we're going to identify the cause of anxiety, where it's coming from. If you close your eyes for a moment, our our anxiousness comes typically from our root, our foundation, our core, being without something or someone. And I really like to encourage everyone to realize that they don't need someone in their life, that we have everything we need within our temple, that we are these holy, divine, perfect beings. And it's up to us in every given moment to decide if we can be that. So close your eyes and just connect for a moment and go to the root, the foundation of your structure, and identify in this moment what you might feel anxiousness about. Is it not having a home? Is it not having a job? Is it not having a, a friend or a lover or a partner? What are you most afraid of? Are you afraid to be alone? Um, and I say afraid because really anxiety is just a telling us, hello, something's going on, and it's actually what it means is that you have fear around the subject matter, okay? So just tune in a little bit deeper and go to the base, and I want you to think about when you felt anxious, when it typically sets in, and then what you are feeling anxious about. What is making you feel a little uneasy? 
Good. And then as you identify that, I want you to bring it into your awareness and then say, what's the worst thing that can happen here? What's the worst thing that can happen here? And sometimes this is pretty intense because the worst thing that could happen might be kind of intense for the our 3D world. But on, be honest with yourself. What's the worst thing that could happen with that fear, with that anxiety? And once you've identified that, I want you to open back up your eyes and I want you just to write that down. What's the worst thing that could happen in this moment if whatever the root is, the fear, manifest or actualized, okay? Now, it can be a variety of things. It could mean that you have to leave your home. It could mean you're homeless. It could mean that you don't have food to eat, okay? I'm going to take us to worst-case scenarios, all right? And the reason for this is because we, we that's really what our anxiety is feeding off of, worst-case scenario, that we have to give everything up, okay, uh, that we might die. So I want to go through those. If we had to all give everything up, everything on this planet, if we all had to walk out of our homes right now, immediately, I want you to imagine that. I want you to imagine what that feels like. You can take a backpack, but you have to leave everything behind. You don't have to leave the planet, all right? So then now I want you to imagine the landscape outside. And, yeah, you've left a lot of stuff behind with a lot of energy connected to it, probably a lot of your anxious energy connected to it, uh, probably a lot of stress. So I want you to imagine yourself walking away from all those things that made you feel anxious, that made you feel unsettled, that put you into a place of fear. And then I want you to imagine in your mind's eye walking out into the most beautiful, lush garden, wherever you want to be on the planet. doesn't matter where you live right now. I just want you to imagine where you'd walk to, to leave everything behind, get it in your mind's eye, and where would that be and what is around you. Identify what's around you in this moment. And once you see that, Allow yourself to remember what it feels like to be supported by that landscape. What it feels like to smell the air, feel the earth under your feet. Ooh, does she feel lush? What does it feel like to feel the trees and the sun? smelling the air and then I want you to imagine in your mind's eye that you're touching the foliage you're noticing the animal life you're noticing the insects just connect with it be with it and as you continue to Breathe in and out. Now I want you to remember everything that you left behind. 
How does it feel right now? Does it feel great just to be free for once? Not in charge of anything, no one to answer to. How does that feel? Hmm. Feels good to me. Feels good to sit in nature. Now you have to address maybe do you have some fears around being in nature and where would you find shelter? Personally, some of my favorite memories of other lifetimes are being in a cave. (laughs) So let's connect to the cave. What does the cave have to offer us? This beautiful masculine energy coming up from the earth, sheltering us, providing these alcoves where we can rest and be in repose. So just imagine that for a moment. And now I want you to ask yourself, you have shelter now, you're around your beautiful landscape that you love, what is your biggest fear living here on planet Earth? And it's important to identify, and are you ready to let go of that fear? Are you ready to just enjoy what's around you? And when you let go of that fear, are you ready to let go of certain things around you. So take a deep breath in. Breathing in and out. yourself again, are you ready to let go of the sphere of the anxiety and the doubt? If so, I just want to applaud you for just making the commitment to self to let go of the anxiety. And 
understand that this can be a process. Sometimes that which was causing us stress or anxiety can disappear in a moment. And it's beautiful when that happens. And you can't even get back to where you were ever again. And then you might think, oh, I'm going to stay in this state forever. And then it comes back. Okay. So do be gentle with yourself. So the, the fact of the matter, if you're showing up and you're saying, yes, I'm ready to get rid of anxiety is huge. And I bow to you for making that commitment to self. So now that you've made that commitment, what are you going to do? How are you going to manage your anxiety in the moment till you master it? Well, once you realize what your fear is, your root fear is, and a lot of people, uh, we're just going to go with our foundation, our core. I took you to the root of your spine. This is our base chakra. This houses this energy field. At the base of your spine houses our security, the basic needs we need in life. And what do we need here on Earth? Well, we're under the assumption that we need food and water. That's what we've been told. Kind of know otherwise, but that's what we, we know as this human species, that we need food and we need water and we need potentially shelter depends where you are in the world so these are our base needs you don't need anything else you don't need your children you don't need your husband or your wife or your girlfriend or your boyfriend you don't need any of those things you don't need your kids these are the base needs that we need and if they if we don't believe in our heart core that these needs will be met we're going to feel anxiety and they will manifest up in other things you'll be all of a sudden really anxious about money because you have this root belief that you actually are not going to be safe. You're not going to be secure. Or you have this root belief if you don't have your children or your husband or your wife or your boyfriend or your girlfriend that you are not going to survive, which is the craziest thing ever to believe in because you will be okay if these people aren't around you. It happens every day. They're not always with you, but you're okay, right? Now, the next thing is food and water. Many of us take this for granted, but there are people all around the world that do not take food or water for granted. Just this week, uh, my daughter, we were uh, stopping somewhere, and they saw uh, hippies, uh, I forget what it, homeless hippies, that's what it said. And they had a sign, they were asking for offerings and it struck the two girls in my car really they thought the sign was cute but then they said I said to them because I could tell they were really wanting to engage I said do you want to give them some food we had just gone to the market and I had the food still in the car and they said yes how about bagels and I thought well let's give them apples because that's a little easier to transport as soon as we gave them apples and we gave the one girl a couple apples and uh, some money the the her friend ran the apples over to her and she was look for the vegetarian because maybe they've been offered a lot of different things that she couldn't eat. She took that apple and just ate that food and you could feel being the empath that I am I could feel how hungry she was and I turned to my girls and I said do you see and do you feel how hungry that girl is and they said yes and her cheeks were red and you can tell they'd been on the street for a while. And at that point, I said, gosh, what is wrong with us that we are doing this? Why why are we not feeding each other? Why aren't we taking care of each other? So that's a root need. You know, if you can't be fed, yeah, that's scary. That would cause us anxiety. 
But most of us, especially in this Western developed world, we take it for granted. We waste a lot of food. We eat pretty much fake food and call it food. And we take for granted that which Gaia offers us. So if you're having anxiety about money and all these things, remember, let's bring it to the core. Your base needs, you need food, water, and potentially shelter. But really, food, water, shelter, those things are all provided by nature. So if you can remind yourself every day, if worst case scenario is it's not what I want to do, but if I have to leave this all, and maybe that means I have to upset a bunch of people's lives, but if I can't uphold this, then I'm going to have to do something else. It might mean moving in with a friend. It might say, be telling everyone, you know what, I'm sorry, I couldn't do it. And you might need to go somewhere and be in shelter, be in refuge someplace else by yourself because that's what is being asked of you. By making peace with the worst case scenario, then you're ready to live. Then you can let the anxiety draw, fade away, die, basically. So people will have this anxiety over not having scarcity and what are they going to do? Well, I can tell you, I told you that story there. I provided for those two women in that moment, my girls or my daughter and her friend and myself, we provided for them in that moment. Maybe they didn't think they were going to get a meal that day, but they did. They got some apples and uh, uh, some money to go buy additional food. And every moment there's this, magic offered to us so if worst case scenario is that we all end up on the street and we have to walk out into the woods into our beautiful landscape i can promise you that we will be provided for in that moment so that's worst case scenario number one if we can make peace with worst case scenario that you know what if i am not getting the support I need, if I cannot be provided for, that I will have to go back out to Mother Earth like our native indigenous tribes did, that I will be fine, that I will find my way. And the reason I can say this with such conviction is I have two good friends, that male friends that have done this, one that took his entire family up to Alaska and lived off the land for four years, Alaska, and he built four log cabins with his own hands and lived off the land. Now, that to me says, you know, when I met him and he told me that, I'm like, wow, we all could do that. You know, I have a degree in architecture and design. I surely could go out in the woods and build some shelter or find a nice cave. I like the caves. So making peace with that. And number two, if worst case scenario if you didn't have food, water, or shelter, then what might happen? Second worst case scenario. And these are really probably our own own two root things that we have to deal with right now is that we might die. Okay. So anxiety is caused by these fears that lie below us. And then those root fears really get to these base core needs of our base chakra. And that means that we wouldn't have food, water, or shelter, that would mean that we have to abandon everything that we know, maybe go live off the land, but I guarantee you that you could do it if you needed to. So we know we're going to be okay in that scenario. Now, scenario number two is that we might die. Some of you might not have expected that I was going to talk about this tonight. That scenario means that you get to move to next. We are conditioned in the society that death is a horrible thing. 
And I celebrate death. Death is the opportunity to move to the next. Now, I don't believe that people should go and take their lives. And there's a reason for that because they're they're running for some, 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 from something that they're not mastering. And if you're in a place of despair, if you're feeling that you want to take your life, you need to get help, you need to reach out to someone that can support you properly and lead you through that because you don't escape it. If you escape this life, you're just going to have to repeat the lesson. It's really important. Everyone understands that. That if you do not master this moment, your vibrational frequency, you will repeat these lessons over and over and over again in another energetic vibration. It may not be the same, but I promise you, the energy carries everywhere. You don't get out of it. Energy does not die. Okay, but our physiological bodies might. So if you have a fear of death, and this may be why you're afraid of birds, or you might be afraid of spiders, because you might have had a horrific experience or something in your mind that means that that would take you out of this world. So I just want you to think about that for a moment. Um, And then what's offered, the freedom. So let's close our eyes and just imagine that all these things are making us anxious, And then, for whatever reason, that brings us to our death, our final moments in this embodiment. If that happens, what else, what's the worst case scenario? You get to leave your body, you leave the environment again that was causing you distress, and you get to move on. And you get to move on to the next. And if you can do that with awareness, if you can do that with a knowing is such a brilliant, brilliant moment, okay? Such a brilliant moment to be in. So close your eyes again. Take a deep breath and say, wow, what is going to happen to me if this anxiety keeps boiling up in my body? Well, it might lead you to your death because it might affect your heart. It might affect your brain. It might affect your entire being. And guess what? You missed out on living. You missed out on all this beautiful opportunity to live and enjoy and commune with each other because you're anxious about something that you didn't need to worry about. So this is the homework or inner work, I'll call it. I don't like homework. Inner work for the week if you want. And that is to really think about this. What are you anxious about during the week to identify these basic needs and I know many people on our planet especially in western civilized locations have experienced a deep test in being stripped down on so many different ways and having to let go of being provided for in the old ways that we're used to myself included okay I'm not exempt here because I'm sharing this information with you I have gone through many things myself too and gone through many humblings And each time just coming to a place of peace, knowing that I could at any given moment be asked to give everything up. And guess what? I'm okay with that. And today I was pushed, well, it started yesterday, but I was pushed to a point of not anxiety, but a momentum in my solar plexus that actually is like a primal anger. And that anger that came up in me was due to a campaign that's going around on the Internet that basically impeded my child's psyche. 
and would cause him anxiety. They showed my child through a social media marketing campaign something that I don't believe that they have the right to do. But in that moment, as I was feeling a lot of anger towards these beings that decided that it would be a really slick move to make a marketing campaign to to convince kids to go after an internationally wanted criminal, not educate them, but just to basically tell them a lie, something that wasn't true in the moment, to over-sensationalize something and not really give us the facts. But they wanted my child to participate in a headhunt. Now that in this moment, and the reason I bring this up about anxiety, made me mad. Anger is part of anxiety because we can feel anxious about something and then it can result in other emotions. It can result in crying. It can result in screaming. It can result in just feeling horrible and painful and immobilized. In that moment, I realized that it's not these people that failed my children. It was me. I had to take responsibility in that moment. So sometimes when we are anxious or angry about something, we have to realize that maybe we need to take responsibility for something. So I needed in that moment to take responsibility for what was being pushed upon my child and take a stance to my child, to the school system around him that might promote it, and to others that I talk to, to put the question in their mind. So within a moment you're given when something sneaks up on you and basically stops you in your tracks, um, that really impacted my heart. It impacted my child. And all I can think of is that it basically impacted millions of teens and children on this planet. And that's not okay with me. But I chose to take action in the moment, not allow the energy to consume me or take me out of my flow, but I allowed myself to process through it. So when we're faced with anxiety, you need to take the time to stop, listen to yourself, figure out why you're feeling anxious and how come the energy is not working for you. So you have to decide that in every given moment if it is okay with you, okay? So be mindful when this this anxiety or anxiousness or sudden emotion hits your solar plexus. Understand where it's coming from, what you're going to do with the energy and how you are going to transmute it So it can be the highest and best for you and all the people around you. Because it's really not fun to be around anxious people. You people, I'm sure, that are listening right now, if you felt anxiety yourself, also know it's not fun to be around anxious people. You want to be around calm people. You want to be around people that feel grounded and in the flow. So decide if you want to be that and then just start practicing it. That's all you have to do. So now that we've identified a worst-case scenario and you've identified that you're ready to let go of this anxiety, I just want to, one, maybe first of all answer a couple of questions that have come in. Um, and then we're going to go to a little bit of a visualization. If you have any additional questions, please feel free to call in right now at 646-200-0069. And then we'll go through this question right now. Um, How do I best discern between my own anxiety and others who I may be feeling? 
often in the heat of the moment I get sucked into an energy without realizing it. And there's, is there a tool that can help me slow down in the heat of the moment and better identify the source of anxiety? Well, great question. Yes, at times, especially if you feel people, um, if you are empathic by nature, you might be feeling people. You have to check in. I'm an empath. I actually do a lot of healing. I'm, I take people's energy and transmute it. Um, people like to hang out with me sometimes because it feels good to have that energy removed. Dogs are empaths. That's why people like to have dogs around. Cats do the same thing. They'll they'll take energy from you, and they're very loyal, uh, very, very loyal. So how do we identify when it's our energy or not? Well, if it's hitting us, you need to check in, say, is this me? Um, if, you, if you know you're not an empath, um, but you get jarred by people's energy field, then you just need to say, is this me? And then you realize, no, it's not me, and it's someone else, then you just need not to engage. Don't. It's not your responsibility. If your physiological body knows what to do, it'll be able to transmute it for that person. Uh, it's not something you have to consciously do. You don't have to go into some kind of, I don't know, state. Uh, if you do that, you do it. It's not something you learn. It's not something you really practice. It's just part of your your nature. But if it's impacting you, then you need to put yourself in a safe situation. If you're feeling someone's energy, you need to close off the receptors so you can imagine yourself just closing off your antenna or imagining a field around you and say, no, thank you. I don't want to feel their energy. If it's really, if someone's energy is really um, impacting you that is feeling anxious, then just remove yourself from the situation. Just say, I don't want that, so why are you hanging out with them? Okay, It's not your responsibility to fix them. We're not here to fix each other. Again, if you're an empathic healer, it's not something that's learned in a school. It's a natural process, and it just happens. It's nothing you need to talk about. You don't need to state it. Dogs don't tell. say, hey, I'm taking all your negative energy for you. Pat me on the head. They'll still smile at you. They don't need acknowledgement for that. That's just the gift that they were given. That's part of their role here on on planet earth so if you have some of those traits just be with it and don't feed into the energy just know okay this is what i got to do and i'm just going to sit here if you engage in the momentum you might actually be just as anxious or have a trigger point on the the topic that's at hand so again you need to take a few deep breaths decide bring your energy into your heart space and decide are you going to be mindful with your thoughts your speech and with your body. Because what happens if we're taking in all this energy, all of a sudden we're projecting it out. Because if you are not just built to naturally transmute energy, what happens is you take it in, you send it out. And then you're you're basically polluting the world with all of a sudden your anxiety and this other person's anxiety that you've taken on. So a quick tip is if you're around anxious people and you don't want to be, walk away. If you realize that you do not transmute energy and how you'll know is because it's still with you you get rattled it stays with you and doesn't go away and then you're altered because you took on this person's energy is that you need to imagine in your mind's eye that you just put up like a force field and say no thank you i don't want this and if you have taken that energy on send it to the earth if it's still in your body you'll feel it You'll feel the person's anxiousness in you. Send it to the earth. So close your eyes. I just want you to imagine maybe an incident where someone's energy came at you and you didn't want to deal with it and you didn't know how. I want you just to imagine sending to earth. Gaia, 
is the best transmuter we have around her. She will take care of it. She will turn it into magic, all right? You don't have to worry about these things. She's here for us. She created us. She can take us out, and she can handle a little bit of anxiety. So if it's your own anxiety, take a moment to go outside, put your feet on the earth, and breathe into the earth. Breathing in and out, just releasing the energy into the earth and just letting it go. That is a simple, beautiful way how that we can release and our energy field as our own. So deep breaths, walk away, go feed it to Mother Earth, and then really be clear that this might be hitting your own personal fear, one of those root fears that is something you want to work through. Now, what we're going to do is next week we'll go through on this level anxiety because I took you to these pretty extreme root fear, root issues. That's the healing. Then we're going to go a layer up next week when we talk about um, beliefs and old memories and old stories and actually a lot of um, pain that's stored in our sacral region, which is our womb, our sexual organs, a lot of pain and energy stored in there. That can cause us a lot of fear. It can cause us a lot of um, anxiousness, and it could also uh, send us into a space to uh, lead us into places that we don't want to go by behaviors. So we're going to dive a little bit deeper into that sacral region next week. Um, And this week is I just want you to think about, uh, before we go into this little guided imagery, what you're most afraid of, take it down to that root foundational need, water, food, and shelter, and death. And can you make peace with those? Are you ready to make peace with those? Let go of all the people. Let go of all the material objects. Just get down the base stuff. And remember that you're here and you can live for free. You can have babies for free. You don't have to go to the hospital even to be treated because if that results in the worst-case scenario, which is death, which is a birth, you're still okay. So just remember that, okay? Um, and then next week we'll go into the the ideas uh and the manipulations that we've created on this planet in the sacral region, this, the, the second chakra, the womb area, that cause us to cr- commit crimes, that cause us to act inappropriately around sex, drugs, alcohol, uh, any other habitual habits. Uh, we'll get into that. That's all stored there in the womb. Uh, a lot of manipulation there on this planet and a big place we can heal uh, ourselves in. Uh, so, That's it in a nutshell for this week about anxiety, Uh, just identifying what the cause is and how you can keep yourself safe on a day-to-day basis. What you can do is just to take breaths, be really aware of where the anxiousness is, bring yourself to the root fear, make peace with that you can walk out in nature and that it's okay if worst-case scenario, it means death, we're all going to die. We're all going to leave this body, our bodies, and it's the most beautiful period of anyone's 
incarnation into the next incarnation or into the next, whatever you want to refer to it, no matter what your belief system is. If you only do this once in your belief system, great. It's this beautiful gift because <laughs> you get to go to that special place. And, um, yeah, we'll do a whole episode or a few on that. So take a deep breath right now into your heart center. Let's connect to the root, the root in the house. It's such a beautiful place. Let's get grounded. We have a lot of solar flares coming for us this year. Let's find our feet. Let's find our core and remember that we're taken care of. So breathe into that foundation, breathing in and out. Again, deep breath, breathing into the earth, remembering Gaia, Sophia. Gosh, what a beautiful gift we were given to be on this planet. Hmm. Breathing in and out. moment as you're connecting to your root to the earth and just connect oh, to all its beauty and everything around you As you continue to breathe in and out, I just want you to remember your perfection, that in every moment that you have that foundation, you have the earth, you have a resonance. So if you're feeling anxiousness, go out into nature and be with nature. Remember that she'll provide for us in every given moment. And my friends that had to live off the earth for several years of their life, they made it. They made it out of that situation a lot wiser, beautiful beings, some of the most humble beings that I've met on this planet, honest human beings, really powerful feels good to be in that truth and that freedom. So that's what's afforded to each and every one of us in the moment. If we realize at any given moment, we can walk into nature and live for free, eat for free, and be at peace. So this week, if you get a chance, I encourage all of you to put the feet to the earth and take a nice long hike in nature and just connect 
connect to your being and just remember that we can bring in gratitude in every moment to remember that everything's fine. And even if we think that it's not, just to be patient and allow for ourselves. Remember last or a couple of weeks ago, or last week, it was giving and receiving. Open yourself to receive in a moment when you are in need of that root to be fulfilled. The rest of the stuff's extras, it's bonus, but we all, if we all are taking care of at the root level, but because not everyone on this planet is taken care of, that's the, the horrible thing that we do to each other. Please help out your sisters and brothers, no matter where you are in the world. Give them food, give them water, give them shelter. We are all together in this, on this planet. We are not separate. No one's higher, no one's lower. We are all equal. Okay, the bears don't have a hierarchy, okay? The blue jays don't have a hierarchy. Remember that. So until next time, I'm going to be signing out, but I'm going to sign you out with Om Tara. Uh, she really wants to be here with us. She's a, she's a protector, the energy of Tara, the Dakini of wrathful green Tara. She brings love and compassion in the most brilliant way. Uh, you can call on her. If you're feeling anxious, call on her for protection. Call on her to bring truth to the situation. She has an energy, and she's very close to Gaia. And I, I say this because I've, interact, I've interacted with her um, in a very, very real, tangible, 3D density way and in the astral worlds. So close your eyes, connect to the primal green Tara, the greening of the planet, all the beautiful foliage that is afforded to us, connecting to her in this mantra. If you want to send me any questions, please do at s at suzannetoro.com. If you want to do some inner work one-on-one, please reach out to me there. I'm here uh, for all beings. Uh, again, the email is s at suzannetoro.com. Um dara tu dara tu re swaha. Until next time, this is Suzanne signing out with a deep bow and a soft gaze and a full, full heart.